you never know where you're going if you don't look back. Hold it tight like a fist for it fades to black. You got a relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can bring you to. You got a relic, they come far and few. Remember what you do, it comes back on you. A relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past, it can bring you to. You got a relic, they come far and few. Remember What's good, people? This is the Relic Podcast. I'm Chad Snow, and thank you for listening. I did not want to get up this morning. Actually, let me rephrase that. I did not want to get out of bed this morning. I was already up. It was 3 a.m. I know my routine. Get up, get workout in, walk the dog, etc., etc. But I did not want to do it this morning. And I brought this up before, but this morning, whew, it was a, it was a struggle, a mental struggle, because I had so many good reasons to stay in bed. It was nice and cool. It was it rained, the smell in the air. It was just comfy, and I had every intention of just going to stay in bed, just going to stay there. But I made the choice, finally, after going back and forth, I finally made the choice to get up and put my feet on the ground and get the workout in. It could have been a better workout. I've had better. I'm not saying I simply went through the motions, but it, it was somewhere in between going through the motions and really getting after it. But I did it. And I'm glad I did it. Now, before people start saying, oh, well, what's wrong with being comfortable? What's wrong with sleeping in a little bit? You're too rigid. Relax. I get all that, and I do, and there's nothing wrong with kicking your feet up, maybe taking a lazy day, maybe just taking a couple lazy days. The fact of the matter is, though, that comfort zone is dangerous. That comfort zone is what gets us jammed up, gets us in trouble. Let me explain. Say you want to, and I'm using working out again. Say you want to get on a workout program. And you start, things are going good. Then you take a day off. Maybe you're sore. Maybe you have a little nagging injury. Maybe you're just feeling lazy, like I was this morning. Maybe you just want to stay in bed. And the excuses you made up in your head, one. Okay, chalk it up. It's one day, big deal, right? Not so much. Because that one day can turn into a second day. Because the more you do that, the more you buy in to the lies, the excuses easier it is to believe them. The easier it is to rationalize them. 
And then that one day turns into two, turns into three, turns into four, turns into five, turns into you don't even do your workouts anymore. And you look over your shoulder, the year's gone by. And you have to start over again. Use the same example as of uh, gaining weight or losing weight. You start following the program, a new eating regimen, a new healthy lifestyle, better eating habits. You start meal planning. You start meal prepping. It takes work, especially in the beginning when you're not used to it. It takes a little bit of sacrifice. You're uh, cutting out some foods that you love, substituting for foods that aren't all that sexy, like vegetables, foods that are actually good for you. And you're on this roll. You're doing good. And then we do a little cheat meal. I do them. And you do another one, and another, and another, and another. Next thing you know, the whole wheels, the wheels have fallen off, and you're back to the square one. Oh, I may as well just quit. Start over later. Start over next year. And then next year never comes. Because it's a process of excuse making that you've got in the habit of doing. I've been there many times. I did it because it was comfortable. You do it because it's comfortable. It's easier. It feels better in the short term. More instant gratification. Working out, losing weight, getting better at a musical instrument, getting better at anything, really. It's a process. And that tags into what I was talking about in another podcast, previous podcast. It's a process. So I go back to this morning for me not wanting to get out of bed. And thank God... I've got some tools in my toolbox that help me just say, shut up, Snow. Shut up and just do it. And I've got some brothers, one of my best friends, Brett. I see you, Brett. He was that voice in my head this morning. Because we have a habit with each other where I'll wake up in the morning our time zones are different. I'm five hours earlier than he is or later or whatever it happens to be. He's five hours later. But I'll still send him a message at about 4.30 when I'm getting ready to go. I've, I already know he's done his little duty. He's done his get out of bed early and get after it. And I was thinking about, man, if I don't get up, I'm not going to be able to send him that little message. And I'll feel like an idiot because he'll probably know that I didn't do anything. So he helped me indirectly from afar, my brother. But then there's other things I can do, talk myself out of it, whatnot. Either way, it's something you need to do for yourself to get yourself out of the excuse-making rut. Because being comfortable feels so much better than being uncomfortable. And like I said, it is uncomfortable to work out. It is uncomfortable to eat right. Because it's so much easier just to, you know, order out. Eat that fast food. And it tastes so much better too. 
And then you rationalize it away and say, oh, I'll start tomorrow. And then tomorrow never comes. Because it's easier to be comfy. It's easier to be comfy and not sometimes talk about the hard things. Just keep your mouth shut because it's more comfortable that way. You avoid conflict. You avoid tough conversations with your loved ones. You know you should have that conversation. You know you should probably exercise more. You know you should probably eat better. You know you should probably drink less. You know what the right things to do are. We all do. That's not the problem. The problem is actually doing them. Because it's so much easier being comfortable. After my mom died, I brought up, I started taking comfort in getting uh, drinking. I was going to say getting drunk, but it wasn't about getting drunk. It was just about having those first few drinks where the warm fuzzies take over and you start relaxing and your mind isn't thinking about the hard stuff, the loss, the pain, the darkness. It's comfortable. And then 10 years down the road when you're a full-blown addict and that warm fuzzy is long gone. You're not even looking for that warm fuzzy anymore. You're just looking for something to take the edge off and take the, uh, the, the withdrawals off, the DTs off. You're just basically trying to survive. Make it through the next couple of hours before you have to do it again. There's no warm fuzzies. That's dramatic. That's drastic. But all of us have something that we can talk about where we look back on our lives and, man, are like, it was just one little bad little decision after another, one little choice after another, or one little no choice after another. Now you're looking back and you're 50 pounds, 100 pounds overweight. You have no energy to do anything. You feel bad about yourself. You look in the mirror and you're feeling guilty. You look in the mirror and you feel like a failure. Why? Why even bother now? Right? And then you go right back to the couch and grab the potato chips because it's comfortable. Being uncomfortable is where the good stuff starts, though. That's where it happens. And again, I'm not talking about getting uncomfortable and slamming your head against the wall. I'm talking about the uncomfortable choices we have to make to be better, though. Discipline. Routine. Persistence. You don't get better again when you're comfortable. You get better by being uncomfortable. This morning, like I said, it was I, I basically went through the motions, but I still did it. And it felt a whole hell of a lot better than if I wouldn't have done it because I would have been beating myself up over the head if I didn't. I would have felt like crap the rest of the day. I would have felt guilty. You know what I'm talking about. We all have that guilt. 
We're ashamed of ourselves for not doing what we know we're supposed to be doing. We avoid it. And you can fill in the blank with any example. Working out, eating right, the the new project you want to start, writing a book, talking more to your loved one, playing with your, whatever it happens to be. It takes that first amount of effort to get over the hump, being uncomfortable, learning something new. But damn, it's so much easier just not even doing it. Just sitting in your comfort zone. So I say, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Sounds cheeky, right? It's so true, though. For me to break the habit of drinking, that was uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Getting myself right again. Getting my body right again. Getting my whole life right again. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's a hell of a lot better than it was before. The warm fuzzies didn't help me. The warm fuzzies were a lie. And for me, it was a slippery slope. Some people can do it. Some people can have their little glass of wine at night. Relax. I couldn't. Because one turned into 20. And it wasn't about the warm fuzzies anymore. But it's sure damn comfortable. So when you're thinking about what can you do differently? What one little choice you can make, little habit you can break, that you know you want to do, you know you should do, but you have to start doing it, and you have to start making it a habit, and you have to start making it part of your daily routine where you're not even thinking about it anymore. And those days are going to come when you don't want to, just like mine did this morning. But the more resiliency you build up and the more you know, credit you build with yourself, it makes it a lot easier to just shut up the voices in your head. In the beginning, it's hard because you haven't built it up. Thankful for me, I have that now where it doesn't take a whole lot of talking to myself out of it. Or let me rephrase that. It doesn't take a whole lot of me just putting my feet on the floor and getting after it. It used to be I could have some uh, negative talk in my head. Just stay in bed, Snow. Just stay in bed. All right. Boom, I'm done. I'm staying in bed. That was easy. I know I shouldn't be, but I'm going to. I can do it tomorrow. Hmm. That's where it starts. We talk ourselves into that a lot. Get out of that habit. Break it. And for some, it's not that big of a deal. We're not talking life and death. But for some others, it could be. For me, it was. 
not trying to be all dark and Debbie Downer. But just think about one thing in your life that you'd like to do better. And you know exactly what it is you need to do to do it. But you don't. Or you don't do it consistently. Think about it. We all have them. And we can always change as long as we got our breath, as long as we can stand up and walk, not even stand up and walk, as long as we're breathing. We have the opportunity to change that. Flip the coin. Make a better choice. Stop choosing to be comfortable all the time. Choose discomfort. And it will help. Don't punch it, you know, don't punch a hole in the wall. Don't pu- punch your head against the wall. Punch your head. Don't slam your head against the wall. Punch the wall. Don't do those stupid things. Don't make yourself uncomfortable that way. But the uncomfortable choices that you know will make yourself better. And you know exactly what they are. None of this is rocket science. I'm not making it up. And there's always common threads. If you're listening, you know exactly what they are too. Choices. We get to choose. Simple as that, but not easy. I hope you guys have a great day. Make it a good one. I'm out. You never know where you're going if you don't look back. Hold it tight like a fist for it fades to black. You got a relic. Best to keep it true. A ticket to the past that can bring you to. You got a relic. 